there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Professional wrestling, like real life, is full of surprises. Hi, everyone. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. And it's no surprise I can talk wrestling all day, any day. Kind of like how State Farm agents can talk insurance and help you choose the right coverage. When it comes to important insurance decisions, let State Farm support you with the coverage you need backed with 24-7 support. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. When I hear the term holistic medicine, I mean, maybe some people think of that as something that's made up or is sort of, you know, woo-woo or, you know, not based in fact. But holistic really just means looking at every aspect of a person's health. There are so many people, especially in the Latin culture, I could say, that don't believe in organic foods because they're like, oh, it's probably not real and it's so expensive. There's a lot of information or research looking at spending more time in nature and how nature is really, really sort of soothing to our, our nervous system. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Cheekies and Chill. I'm your host, Cheekies. One of the things at the top of your New Year's resolution list, I'm sure it has to do with improving your health because that's on the top of my list. And that's exactly what we're going to talk about on today's episode. But we're going to get specific and talk about how the foods you eat and the environment you are in can impact things like stress, allergies, and hormones. Okay, I have a lot of questions about hormones. So without further ado, let's get right into it. This is Cheekies and Chill. Before we hop into our conversation with our very special guest today, I want to tell you guys a little bit about my health journey. It's been quite the journey, let me tell you. I've done plenty of diets like I've shared before in my books, like, uh, you know, keto. I've done juices or juicing, uh, should I say, intermittent fasting. And I feel like it all works, um, but then I just fall off the wagon a lot and I ran into like a whole issue with my hormones about a year ago, so I'm on hormone therapy. And I was so used to doing keto, which was like, you know, a lot of high fats, um, good healthy fat, should I say, and cheese and things like that. And when I went to see my hormone doctor, he suggested for me to lay off of so much dairy and uh, a lot of protein. So I've been trying to do a little bit more veggies and a little bit more like lentils and rices and things like that. So it's been, I've been a little confused because I'm like, okay, I like keto. I like how I feel, but then my hormones are telling me something different. And every, literally, I feel that every body 
is different. Like every single body, you know, not just everyone, but everybody is different. So that has been a little bit of my struggle. We'll get into that a little later. But with me today is Dr. Heather Moday, you guys. She's a leading immunologist and functional medicine doctor based in Virginia. She's also the owner of Moday Center and author of her new book, The Immunotype Breakthrough. So how are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me on, Chickies. This is really fun. I'm so excited to have you, and I have a lot of questions. <laughs> <laughs> sure. First of all, tell me a little bit about yourself. I would like to hear a little bit about your book as well. Sure, yeah. So uh, I'm clinically, I'm a physician, an MD, and I was, um, I was trained in internal medicine, which is basically you know, medicine for adults. Um, but I specialized right after my residency in allergy and immunology, which is one sort of, um, you know, one area of medicine. And, and I basically took care of people who had allergies and asthma and sinus problems and skin issues and food allergies for about 10 years in a very conventional way, you know, prescribing drugs and things like that. And I got a little disillusioned with that and mm. um, really got really interested for my own you know, my own care, self-care about, you know, nutrition and stress levels and just all that was coming out uh, in research that went beyond regular um, conventional medicine. And so I, I did a couple things. I uh, did a fellowship in integrative medicine for two years, and then I studied with the Institute for Functional Medicine, which is a very prestigious uh, program that trains practitioners around the world to really learn more about uh, individualized medicine and biochemistry mm -hmm. and trying to help people figure out what the root causes of their illnesses and symptoms are, and then really use, you know, balance that looking at lifestyle changes. So right. that's what I do now, even though, you know, my first, <laughs> my first foray was into, you know, immunology and allergy. I do a little bit more than that now, but um, my book it sort of came out that, you know, of the idea that inflammation and imbalances in our immune system really end up causing a lot of our diseases, everything from so, diabetes and heart disease, to autoimmune disease, allergies, etc. So it really is at the source of a lot of our problems. Yeah, mm -hmm. I agree. I agree. And that's what I have felt in my personal life. When I feel like my feet hurt, my joints hurt a little bit more when I'm not taking enough turmeric or I stop taking it, or mm. if I'm eating too much red meat, things like that. Like I'm very in tune with my own body. So I listen mm -hmm. to it and I'm like, okay, I need to lay off of certain things. And mm -hmm. a lot of people don't believe that. I feel like if the more you eat out, there's just even more additives and preservatives in these meats and there's antibiotics and all this stuff that they inject in the meats. You know, I'm a firm mm -hmm. believer in that. And I can tell the difference. I'm like, oh my God, I've been having way too much fast food or because I'm always on the run. I'm always traveling. Sure. So absolutely. I think that yes, the inflammation in the body is, that's why I drink so much turmeric because I feel absolutely different when I do. Turmeric is, it's sort of like a master anti-inflammatory. Turmeric has something called curcumin in it. And curcumin I mean, not to get too scientific-y, but it actually hits a couple of receptors inside of our cells that regulate how inflamed or how uh, certain kinds of immune responses occur. So it doesn't make us like immune suppressed. It doesn't make us less, you know, healthy, but it does decrease inflammation that's like sort of non-purposeful, right? So it's a really great thing. They've looked at it in arthritis and Alzheimer's disease and 
all sorts of inflammatory conditions. And it, it's really amazing. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. So which brings me to the next, um, my next question, because a lot of people are skeptical about holistic medicine and its effectiveness. So what do you say to those people? You know, when I hear the term holistic medicine, I mean, maybe some people think of that as something that's made up or is sort of, you know, woo woo or, you know, not based in mm-hmm. fact, but holistic really just means looking at every aspect of a person's health. So I don't think anyone could say right now that the food that you put in your mouth, the sleep that you get, the people that you hang out with, the, you know, emotional trauma that you've had in your life, all of that affects our health. We know that. And um, stress levels. So anyone who doesn't believe that or agree with that, I think is really sort of a little behind the times, I'd say, Mm -hmm. Um, because we have tons of, there's so much, I mean, there's research in major scientific journals looking at all of this. And, and I know it's hard for some people in sort of conventional medicine to catch up because they, you know, they're stubborn and they take a lot, (laughs) usually takes Mm -hmm. about 15, 20 years for them to go, Oh yeah, that that's right. They have to have like 15,000 studies you know, peer reviewed, etc, to actually, you know, get them outside of their box. But, you know, I, yeah. I think that it's one thing to throw around, you know, like one golden cure for everyone's problems. That's not appropriate. Because as you said, we're all individuals, and we all have, mm-hmm. you know, our own needs. But there are some tenets like that we know, are really, really important for most people. And what do you think about, for instance, depression and anxiety, you know, mm-hmm. or why are you so tired? Does food and what we put in our bodies take a toll on that? Oh, absolutely. I mean, fatigue can be, come from so many different, you know, causes, right? But, you know, the food that we eat is information. And so if we're eating, like as you said, if you're eating processed foods like fast food, right, that has industrialized seed oils, things that are fried, very difficult, very inflammatory, we know that that actually can cause inflammation in the brain. We also know that high sugar is going to throw off our insulin. That's going to keep weight on. It's going to make us have ups and downs in our cortisol, which is our stress hormones. So that just what you eat can totally change how your fatigue and brain functions on a daily basis. So absolutely. I completely agree because when I'm not eating as best as I know I could or as I should, I definitely feel like my creativity I can't think straight. I have a foggy mind like, or, you know, mm-hmm. like a, it's just all that stuff. And I'm like, okay, I have to go back. And it's, I started for a long time. It was diets. That word diet was just always mm. in my vocabulary. And I'm like, no, it's just, it's a lifestyle change. Um, it's important right. for us to see that what we're putting in our body is, is an investment, you know, for our future mm-hmm. is how I started to see. It. And I'm like, wait, I have to make better choices. Like start my day off with, you know, I have my greens here, you know, I have, mm-hmm. and, and little things like that have made a huge difference. I need energy to just get through mm-hmm. the day, you know, and it's not about yeah. just drinking a bunch of coffee. It's really healthy energy, like that long lasting mm-hmm. energy, yeah. not that quote unquote fake energy, or I don't know, what would you call it? Not fake energy, but what's a better word, doctor? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I think you're right. Stimulant energy. It's not, it's not Mm -hmm. truly coming from what's inside of your cells, right? So when you are, when you wake up after like a restorative night of sleep and your brain cells have been like cleared out and all the debris and recycled and you are able to do everything you need to do. And if you're fueling your body well, but you know, having several cups of coffee or energy drinks all that's doing is giving you sugar and caffeine. So it's propping you up. But in the end, it's like it brings you down. 
So mm-hmm. it's really important to to understand that you're going to feel so much better and you're not going to have those ups and downs of energy if you just take those chemicals out. Yeah. Do you drink coffee, Dr. Mode? I do drink coffee. I'm not a, you know, coffee has its benefits too. So mm-hmm. do you do it black? Um, I try to drink it black, but I often will put nut milks in it. So I'll use like a macadamia nice. nut, um, milk. Mm-hmm. I like that. Sometimes oat milk, but mm-hmm. yeah, it sort of depends on my mood. But in the afternoon, okay. I drink herbal tea. So <laughs> you're probably thinking I'm so nosy, but I'm just like, I want to know because you're a doctor and you look great. Yeah. So I'm like, I like my coffee. Now I, I like it black. Right now with the, you know, it's Christmas time and they have all this you know, stuff at Starbucks, but I try mm-hmm. my best to just have it black with a little cinnamon and uh-huh. maybe a little bit of almond milk and just as, cl- as clean as possible. The less ingredients and stuff that we yeah. put in our in anything, the better, mm-hmm. you guys. Anywho, I have more questions for you. Yeah. <laughs> so what are some of the complaints your patients come to you with? What are they looking to get fixed? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I would say most of my patients come to me because they have been frustrated with the type of care that they're getting. And so the way I work is more on a consultation basis. I don't do primary care. Most of these people are coming in with chronic issues. We see a lot of GI problems, chronic GI issues. So they've been labeled as IBS or they they're told they have some sort of inflammatory bowel disease, or they're just like, they just have food sensitivities and they feel, you know, the whole gamut of GI issues, which, you know, is sort of it's really important when it comes to your health for many reasons. Um, And then a lot of people come in with, they've either been diagnosed with an autoimmune disease or they don't have a diagnosis, but they have symptoms that are sort of mystery, you know, they're fatigued, like you said, or their joints Mm -hmm. ache or their hair thinning, or, you know, they just feel fatigued or achy fibromyalgia, like all sorts of things like that. Constipation, diarrhea, uh, brain fog, cognitive issues, mood issues. So, you know, they're just Mm -hmm. like, I don't feel right. Something's wrong. No one can sort of help me. (laughs) And actually most of my clients are on the younger side, which is sort of interesting, but also a little concerning too. But um, I think also that the younger generation, and when I mean younger, I mean below 50, which for, you know, doctors, you know, not a lot of young people go to the doctor. So, um, I think they're more interested in this and more concerned and also more, um, they really want to be more responsible for their health. And that's great. And I think that um, actually, do you feel that foods nowadays just have way more additives and preservatives and all this stuff? Mm-hmm. Do you suggest and recommend to your to your patients to have more organic foods? Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's sort of a no brainer. Um, you know, when we, every time we eat, we make a decision, but also everything that is in that food has to go into our body, has to be identified. Our immune system is going to react to it. Our detoxification systems have to deal with it. We have to digest it. And so, you know, if you have pesticide residues, if you have genetically modified food, these are just not things that the human body was ever meant to deal with. You know, we don't know uh, certainly with genetically modified foods, we don't have all the information, but we do know that pesticides obviously are an issue. Mm-hmm. Um, they can harm our gut bacteria, which we don't want to do. You know, they can store in fat over time and then cause problems. These are things we want to really sort of um, avoid as much as possible. Yeah. And I ask that because there are so many people, especially in the Latin culture, I could say, that don't believe in organic foods because they're like, oh, it's probably not real and it's so expensive and, you know, it goes bad faster. So things like that where I'm like, 
that's why it's important to just kind of buy what you need for the day or for the next two days. Mm -hmm. And yes, it's more expensive, but that's also an investment into your health, into your future, into your body. And I think we need to change that and make little changes from like using, I don't know, vegetable oil, use olive Mm -hmm. oil, use avocado oil, little changes like that, that I have tried to even tell my grandmother and some of my family members, I'm like, make those small changes are going to make a huge difference in your health. Because mm-hmm. as Latins, we eat a lot of carbs, of beans mm-hmm. and rice and tortillas, mm-hmm. and we have this much protein because it's too expensive, you know? And it's right. like we need to change the mindset first and foremost, mm-hmm. saying, hey, I want to feel better. I want – for me, it's – obviously, I want to look better. I'm a woman. I want to look better. But mm-hmm. more than anything, it's change where it's like I want to feel better. I want to have more energy. I want to wake up not feeling so groggy and needing that cup of coffee to feel good, you mm-hmm. know? So – I wanted to bring that up because I wanted you to, you know, hey guys, organic food is real and it's so much better for you. And once you start, you see the difference at the store if you compare, you know, mm-hmm. the meats, the poultry. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but not only that, you taste the difference. It's crazy. It's more expensive, but I'm like, I'd rather cut back on other things that are necessary and pay more attention to what's in my refrigerator, you know? Oh, Absolutely. There's always ways to cut back in other areas. I mean, some of us spend a lot of money in areas that aren't really benefiting us, but Mm -hmm. then we don't want to spend money on things that are truly going to benefit us. And so I think it's just, it's just changing priorities, you know, Mm -hmm. changing, listen to Dr. Moday, you guys. Yes. Changing priorities. Okay. So in your experience, what's the biggest mistake people make when trying to improve their health? I would say, well, one thing I will say just right off the bat is this is going to sound weird, but they over-focus on what they're eating. Mm. They think of that as being like the only thing because it's something that's really tangible. So for example, they'll, you know, go on this diet or that diet or that diet or that diet. And then they don't feel better because they're not addressing maybe some other aspects of their lifestyle. So, you know, maybe some of the nutritional changes have helped, but they either haven't been sustainable or they haven't addressed sleep or stress or things like that. And then I think also an over-reliance on sort of quick fixes or supplements, which I'm not against supplements, I use them all the time, but this idea that like one supplement is going to reverse, you know, years of (laughs) of problems and, and, you know, there's a magic bullet and that's not true either. They can be helpful, but you have to sort of do the other work as well. Yeah. So do you think that exercise is important? Absolutely. But I think there's a lot of different interpretations of what exercise is. Mm -hmm. And, you know, humans were meant to move. And that's why they talk about, you know, 10,000 steps or 15,000 steps, like, we're not supposed to be sedentary people. But we also are not required to do massive amounts of exercise on a daily basis. And, you know, some studies have shown that people who are just sedentary during the day, and then, you know, maybe do a half an hour, 45 minutes of exercise once a day, Mm-hmm. aren't as healthy as people who just move around throughout the day, you know, who just walk wow. or bike or, you know, just go up and down the stairs and just, you know, stand while they're working, etc. And also some some exercise can be super stressful on people. They can be mm-hmm. doing things that are stressing their body out because maybe they're not getting enough sleep and they're not recovering between workouts and then that can really be detrimental too. Yeah, I think it's important, again, to listen to your body and Mm -hmm. uh, people think of working out, it has to be strenuous and you have to like sweat a whole bunch and you have to lift heavy weights. And in reality, it's like Dr. Moday uh, was stating, it's just about moving, taking taking a nice little walk, a little hike. It's not just, 
taking a, even things that you enjoy, like a bike ride, yoga, yeah. meditate. I feel like meditation is a huge thing. It's helped me so much also with my health, but yeah. that's a whole other story. Uh, but it's just getting your body moving. I think like if you just sit on the couch and you don't do much, that's when your joints start hurting. And I'm sure um, a lot of people got like the Apple watches that have like track your steps and, and how much you've been active. And sometimes it even tells you to breathe or the Fitbits. How obsessive do you think that we should or shouldn't be with these devices? Well, I think they can be really helpful. And of course, every device is a little bit different, you know, so some are maybe more accurate than others. I don't think you have to be obsessive, but you know, before we didn't have any of this information and now we're able to track our steps, we're able to see our sleep stages and we're able to see like our heart rate variability. And some, some trackers will actually give you your the next day, like how recovered are you from maybe exercise you to the day before. So yeah. I think they can be really, really useful. This is great technology. It can let you know like, hey, I'm not sleeping well. I need to really concentrate on that. Or wow, like I only got 5,000 steps and my goal is to get 10 or 12. That means I need to move a little bit more. And sometimes without these trackers, we may not keep up on it. So, but I don't think anybody should be obsessed about anything, quite yeah. honestly, because <laughs> it can make you a little anxious. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I love sharing positive tips with my listeners on everything from health challenges to relationship troubles. Because life happens, baby, but you got this. Hi there. I'm Honey German, and I know we can all use some positive energy these days. That's why I make sure to empower my community, because a bit of motivation and support can go a long way. And luckily, we have State Farm to support us. Like when you talk to a State Farm agent to choose the coverage you need, and they have the options to protect the things you value most. It's the perfect positive tip you need. State Farm is also a big supporter of the My Cultura Podcast Network, where we as podcast hosts get to share our experiences and stories. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you listen to podcasts. My name is Johnny B. Good, and I'm the host of the new podcast, Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin. Over this nine-part series, I'll explore the life and crimes of my best friend, Ray Trapani. I always wanted to be a criminal. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. You see, Ray has this unique ability to find loopholes and exploit them. They collected $30 million. There were headlines about it. His company, Centratech, was one of the hottest crypto startups in 2017. It was going to change the world, until it didn't into my office, opened my email, and the subject heading was FBI request. It was only a matter of time before the truth came out. You can only fake it till you make it for so long before they find out that your Harvard degree is not so crimson. How could you sit there and do something that you know will objectively cause more harm in the world? Listen to Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
So doctor, what types of things should be taken into consideration when we're trying to overhaul our health? Is it age, weight, gender? I I think you should go based on A, what are your goals, right? So what are your goals and what's your why behind your goals? That's, I think, the most important thing because we do know that when you have a very strong why, because goals are usually fraught with, you know, challenges and sometimes things that are a little bit hard. But if you have a really strong why as to, you know, why you want to achieve that goal, you're much more likely to keep up with, you know, the challenges that come up while you're trying to do that. And then, um... I think that, you know, listen to your body. Like you said, symptoms are extremely important. Um, And you don't have to overanalyze every little ache or pain. (laughs) But if you know that, okay, every time I, you know, every time I get six hours of sleep, the next day I'm anxious. Or every time I eat pasta, I might get brain fog and my stomach hurts. You know, you can really just listen to yourself and be more of an intuitive Right. And then, you know, write those things down. I'm a big fan of people keeping food diaries too. Um, I mean, you don't have to be obsessive about it, but just take a week of your life and write down what you eat for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Maybe track some symptoms, your mood, how you feel, your brain function. It really can be really insightful. I've had them before and they really do help like Mm -hmm. so much just because you look back and you're like, okay, I already had too much of this today. Maybe I should get more greens in, you know, Um, and so many people don't eat their greens and they're so important. So sometimes I when I can't eat them, I drink them. So um, I, I completely agree because I think people then go to the doctor when it's too late, when in reality you can avoid so many things if you make small changes every day. Like for instance, don't drink soda. Say instead of drinking mm-hmm. soda, I'll have iced tea. And instead of having iced tea, when you get to that point, have just water and things like that that – are huge, you guys. Um, Mm -hmm. It's small changes. It doesn't have to be drastic. Little by little, okay, I'm going to remove tortillas from my diet. I'm going, Mm -hmm. whatever the case may be, because every, again, every case is different, Mm -hmm. but small changes make a huge difference. And I think the food journal is awesome. If you guys do that in the beginning of the year, just for two weeks, just start kind of realizing and you see it on paper and you see it's different. And you're like, oh, Dane, okay, I had this. Even if it's a cheeseburger, like just try it honestly, and then you're going to make better choices because you're going to see it on paper, you guys. So I love that. In your professional opinion, how big of an impact do our surroundings have on our health? Um, I think a lot. And I think some people would say even more so than I believe. (laughs) So, and what I mean by that is that we are affected by, gosh, I mean, everything. We're affected by uh, light, you know, how much light exposure we get. So I talk a lot about that in the chapter on sleep in my book, because the amount of light and darkness that we are exposed to throughout the day, especially light from electronic devices, really changes our circadian rhythm. And our, our circadian rhythm regulates so many different systems in the body. So you would, we're talking about hormones. Uh, you know, our circadian rhythm is really driven by two hormones. One is called melatonin. Most people have heard of melatonin. Mm. It's sort of like what turns on when we go to sleep and it's signaled by darkness or lack of light. And then cortisol, which is our stress hormone, which goes down at night while we sleep and then comes up in the morning. So those two things regulate a lot in the body. Um, but it also trickles down to other hormones. So, uh, mm-hmm. when our cortisol is off, it throws a lot of our sex hormones off. So that's super mm-hmm. important. The other thing would be things like obviously toxins. All of us deal with chemicals all day long. It's just part of our natural world. There's no way to completely escape them. Mm -hmm. But we do know that lots of the things that we breathe in, that we touch, that we eat, we drink, 
obviously have to be filtered through the body. A lot of them end up causing immune reactions or inflammation, you know, heavy metals, organic compounds from the foods that we eat or plastics, cosmetics, obviously women use a lot of them. So yeah, you know, over time, the the amount of time you're on the planet and you're taking all this stuff in, um, it's going to have an impact. And so it's important to look at these things that you're touching and eating and how you're sleeping and the light exposure oh, yeah. you get because it really does impact your health uh, tremendously. Yes, I agree. Even right now that you mentioned uh, electronics, I've done this thing where I don't sleep with my phone. Like a lot of people just put it under the pillow. It's oh, so gosh, important, yeah. you guys, to keep it away as far away as you possibly can. In another room would be great, but I know we all mm-hmm. use it as an alarm. So I put it on my nightstand because that is so bad for us. I mean, radiate. It's crazy. I yeah. mean, that's a whole other, I think a whole other episode. It's a whole but- other episode, but you know, it is <laughs> one thing that people can do if they are like, Oh, I absolutely have to have my phone nearby is put it on the floor next to your bed. So the further it can mm-hmm. be from your head, cause you were referring to elect- electromagnetic frequencies, which we know there come go, from that one <laughs> from, from cell phones. Right. And there's a lot of data showing that these electromagnetic frequencies can affect the cells in our body. So put it in airplane mm-hmm. mode. You can still oh. use your alarm. Just put it in airplane mode, stick it on the floor. So it's like a good, you know, three feet from your head. Yeah. And and surprisingly, some people find that they sleep much better that way too. Um, But that's a much safer thing to do. Yeah, guys, that's, that's some real stuff. Okay. So keep that in mind. Um, I, and like you, you also mentioned doctor earlier about the light exposure. I think sometimes we don't get enough sunlight, you know, we all need Mm. that vitamin D. And I, I feel like when I don't take my vitamin D or I'm not out enough, out in the, you know, natural sun, I I feel more depressed. I feel sadder Mm -hmm. easy. Am I wrong or am I like tripping about that? No, no, there's, that's, um, a lot of people have vitamin D deficiency, even if they live in a sunny place, if they live in California, Arizona, because most of us spend a lot of time indoors. So even if it's, Mm -hmm. you know, sunny outside, you're inside and you're covered up, you might have sunscreen on. And then also depending on where you live, even in the winter, we move pretty far away from the sun, like the earth moves far away. So we don't get the same UV light. And it's actually mm-hmm. the UV light that causes vitamin D to occur in the body. We actually make vitamin D ourselves. So um, you can drop pretty low unless you're taking vitamin D. And that's like the one vitamin D, one, the one vitamin that I I think almost everyone should take, or at least they should have yes, their, their levels checked by their doctor. It's not an, mm-hmm. it's not an expensive test. And then you can decide like, hey, I, I, if they're low, you want to try to increase it because we know it's really important for depression. It's important for inflammation. Mm-hmm. It's important for autoimmunity. I feel the difference when I take my vitamin D and when I don't take it. And I'm not talking, I'm talking about vitamin D, the real vitamin D guys. I know some of you guys are thinking something else. Sorry, doctor. I just had to say that, but (laughs) it's okay. But anyway, (laughs) but um, it is important. Men and women should take it daily. Again, like Dr. Moday said, you guys, please go get it checked. Get your, your level checked because it's going to change your life. It really does help you. You're in a better mood. I can't tell you enough since I've been taking it for about three years now and my life has changed. Completely. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, talking about environment, Dr. Moday, what what do you think about or what are your suggestions, should I say, about creating that environment? You have suggestions like what kind of environment we need? What do you suggest in that sense? Yeah, I mean, so like for a physical environment, the things that you want to think about are in your house or apartment, wherever you live, is a what what is your bedroom like, right? So do you have mm-hmm. do you keep it cool? Is it nice and dark? Do you have blackout shades? Those are all really important. Do you run like a HEPA air filter in case your indoor air is not very clean 
or you have pets. Um, some people sleep so much better when they have that, an air filtration unit on. Is that like an air purifier? Yeah, right? an air purifier. Okay. And they're so easy to find now. And, you know, if you have to work, say, in the evening using, like, your computer or, you know, phone, whatever, you can actually purchase blue light blocking glasses on the internet for cheap. And you can wear those. They even make magnifying ones if you need that. And that's what I do. And it blocks out that blue light that comes from the screens. And when you do that, you're going to sleep better. You're going to go into deeper sleep cycles. So, You'll notice it. You'll really notice that you're able to fall asleep better and you sleep better. So that's that's one thing. And then the other thing is to just go around your house, your apartment, and you know, go through your your cabinets and look at what you're cleaning your house with, look at what you're putting on your body in terms of cosmetics or, you know, personal mm-hmm. care products. And I always recommend using the Environmental Working Group website. It's a independent uh, company that has a great database that you can look up the products that you're using, and it gives you a score of you know how toxic it is. It's scary. It's yes. really it, it can be scary, but you can find so many great <laughs> alternatives. Yeah. Um, so they have those as well, and you know these are things that you can order online. You can find around. So. You know, and I tell people, don't go crazy. It, it You can easily like go down the rabbit hole of, you know, anxiety, worrying about Absolutely. this stuff. Be careful, guys. Yes. Yeah. Just pick a couple of things, you know, decide like, hey, I'm going to change my toothpaste and my, my soap and, you know, I don't know, my lipstick or something, my moisturizer, too. your deodorant, oh, yeah. pick something you use like on a regular basis and just change that. And, you know, you can take six months to make the rest of the changes, just like little baby steps. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As an actor, a producer, and a proud Latino father, my days can get very busy, which is why I make sure to dedicate time to what's important, like supporting my community through my work, sharing my Colombian and Venezuelan culture, and being present for my family, which is everything to me. Hey, everyone. It's Wilmer Valderrama. And we're reflecting on what matters most, I start by giving thanks for good support in my life whenever I need to make the big decisions. How about you? If it's insurance you need, State Farm is there to help you choose the right coverage for you. And State Farm offers great support 24-7. Just call an agent. State Farm is also a big supporter of Michael Tuda Podcast Network by helping to share our Latinx voices. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Johnny B. Good, and I'm the host of the new podcast, Creating a Con, the story of BitCon. Over this nine-part series, I'll explore the life and crimes of my best friend, Ray Trapani. I always wanted to be a criminal. If someone's like, oh, what's your best way of making money? I'm like, oh, we should start some sort of scheme. You see, Ray has this unique ability to find loopholes and exploit them. They collected $30 million. There were headlines about it. His company, Centratech, was one of the hottest crypto startups in 2017. It was going to change the world, until it didn't. I came into my office, opened my email, and the subject heading was FBI request. 
It was only a matter of time before the truth came out. You can only fake it till you make it for so long before they find out that your Harvard degree is not so crimson. How could you sit there and do something that you know will objectively cause more harm in the world? Listen to Creating a Con, the story of Bitcoin, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And, and it, like talking about deodorant, I just changed it. Um, I mean, I had been using a more natural, actually an all natural uh, deodorant, and it wasn't really working back in the day. So I went back to my like, I don't want to say the brand, and of course it works, you know. But then I, I, I know better. I'm like, okay, these are a lot of toxins going into my body. So I would just went back. You guys, it takes a little bit of time for your body to get used to, okay? But it's great. Even your cleaning mm-hmm. products. I changed my dishwashing soap, my detergent, my softener. And my favorite, my, I'm just going to tell you my favorite brand is Seventh Generation. So that's just the one mm-hmm. I suggest. You can get that at Whole yep. Foods. Again, I'm telling you, I love Whole Foods. They're not paying me, you guys. I'm just telling you from my heart. <laughs> I love Whole yep. Foods because I find everything there. Even candles, you guys, candles that we light, a lot of them, are, they're toxic for us. So once you see how many chemicals each thing that we use on a daily basis have, then you're going to know, okay, it's time for me to change something. Mm-hmm. So it, little changes make a big difference. Again, so doctor, let's talk about stress. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I think we all deal with that every single day, even if we don't want to. It's just a part of life now. How does stress take a toll on our body? Well, it takes a toll when it becomes chronic and sort of unrelenting. Um, and, you know, it's, I explained to people that certain, yes, yeah, certain of us are in very stressful situations uh, that other people aren't in. So let's just say financial stressors, you lost your job, maybe someone's sick, someone died, you know, obviously like toxic relationships, you know, there are definitely people who have it worse off. But there's many of us who are sort of like average stress, but we create mountains out of moleholes, right? As they say, we react to things, we allow our our thoughts to become realities. And we worry about the future. We worry about things that haven't happened. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing that we have to think about controlling because it's not really the stressor itself. It's how the body reacts to the stressor. And, you know, as humans, we were created to respond very well to acute stress. So, you know, a car is going down the street, it narrowly misses you as you're crossing the street. Obviously, that stimulates you to run and jump out of the way. And that's important. And so we have a lot of chemicals, uh, hormones that surge and are there for a reason to help us survive anything like that. However, if every day we're worried about something or we're stressing about something, those little stressors can become very unhealthy because they change the way that our body actually responds to those hormones and it puts us in an immune, we call it an immune suppressed state. So our immune system actually becomes a little bit weaker. And so then we can become yes. sick more easily. There's higher incidence of cancer in people that are stressed, um, higher incidence of, of future autoimmune disease in people who are chronically stressed. It impairs our GI or you know, our gut um, health. So really important to understand that you have a lot of control over how your body reacts with stress. So that's why I'm a big proponent of adding in some self-care on on the regular, like daily. 
now. Oh, no, absolutely. Absolutely. For me, like I said earlier, it's meditation. You know, it's mm-hmm. yeah. something that I've been doing for the past couple of years more often. Mm-hmm. And it really just puts me in a different state of mind. I start my day mm-hmm. better and not looking at my phone. You know, the first thing that I do, it's just more of just going in and finding that inner peace. And then if someone cuts mm-hmm. me off, I'm not that upset. I don't flip them right. off. I just, I'm like, okay, I just take a deep breath. I'm like, it's okay. It right. is fine. I, my day is completely different. And I used to do this thing. I still do it. It's it's hard. It's, it's, a, it's a daily thing, you guys. But future trip where, mm-hmm. you know, you're worrying about something that hasn't even happened. And you, mm-hmm. you know, it's kind of like, wait a second, that hasn't even happened. Like you have to just bring yourself back. And that helps mm-hmm. so much with stress. I'm like, you know what? All I can do is today. All I can right. do, like, we want to do so much in one day. And it's like, you know what? I'm just going to do what I can. There's no need to just stress myself out for no reason. It's really giving yourself therapy. I'm giving you my tips as what has helped me mm-hmm. because I know, I mean, we all have different stresses or things that stress us out. But do are you do you suggest any foods to reduce stress? So, you know, and that's interesting. You know, there are certain adaptogens. Adaptogens are basically herbs that help our stress response adapt. Um, and also certain uh, medicinal mushrooms. So Ooh. those are certain things that can help. So I'm a big fan of, and you can take these in sometimes teas. So for example, a lot of herbal teas will have things that are very soothing to your stress um, system. So things that have like valerian root or kava or... Uh, something called magnolia, lemon balm. These are all calming. Nice. And then there's supplements that you can take like ashwagandha, which is like a Indian Ayurvedic herb and rhodiola. These are also really oh. protective or we say adaptive to our stress response. And so I'm a big fan of using all these. They've become very big. You can find them now in, in like teas, coffees, tinctures, pills. Those are all great options. Thank you so much. Okay. And as you know, this is a time where people are reevaluating their choices and trying to create healthier and happier lives. What are your tips for achieving that? Like, for example, we talked about meditation. Like, I want to hear a little bit. What do you think? What do you suggest? I'm a big uh, proponent of looking at what's individually an issue for you. So, you know, and this is a great thing I think to do at the end of the year is you can write down the areas of your life, like your relationships, your sleep your nutrition, your work life, whatever it is, right? You write down these these areas and go through and give yourself a score. Like, how did I do this year? Like, how did I do with my relationships? How did I do with my mental health? How did I do with my sleep? And if you're like, eh, you know, I didn't do so great here, you can then put efforts into those areas first. So, you know, for stress, I think that, um, as you mentioned, meditation is great and there's lots of different ways to do it. There's no one answer for everybody. Mm -hmm. Some people do really well just with a lot of deep breathing exercises and there's a lot out there Um, that regulates your um, stress response and your nervous system quite a bit. And movement, as you said, things like exercise, you can, there's a lot of information or research looking at spending more time in nature and how nature is really, really sort of soothing to our our nervous system. We were meant to be outside and we're always locked up in boxes and, you know, right. but being outside, yeah. especially in like the summer, if your feet can touch the ground and you can be around trees, that has been shown to be very, very helpful. So that's sort of like one yes. area that you can focus on. Um, but I think, you know, looking at your individual needs 
like for me, I would say my nutrition is actually really pretty spot on. I I just happen to love to eat healthy. I am not a big sugar person. I don't have a lot of issues there, but you know, I would say sometimes my stress gets out of control and I forget to spend time, you know, doing the things I need to do, gratitude journaling, et cetera. So for me, that's something that I always have to remind myself to do, but I know that when I do it, I feel better. Oh, yes. I need to do more of my, my, I mean, I do it out loud, but there's something different about writing it down. Mm, um, yeah. that is, is just changes. It changes the game, you know? And right now you said about going out in nature. I mean, I've worked so much. I want to do a little bit more of that this upcoming year where it's, mm-hmm. I go in on hikes. I go just take a walk at the park, take the dogs out. You know, I, I want to do more of that and just breathe fresh air. Cause we're always inside. I'm in a studio or something. So that's mm-hmm. one of my new year's resolutions is taking more hikes, more walks. Um, mm-hmm. And just yeah. having that morning to myself with the gratitude journaling a lot more. Thank you for reminding me about that. And you were also mm-hmm. – you mentioned sleep quite a few times and we didn't yeah. talk about that. So if we could just talk a little bit about how many hours you recommend and how important sleep is. Yeah. So for adults, you know, they've, they've done quite a few studies looking at this. And the sweet spot is between seven and eight hours and, you know, even up to eight and a half Anything really below seven hours is, you know, sort of teetering on, you know, a little bit of deprivation. And they've looked at sleep for a lot of different health issues. So, for example, even like losing weight and obesity, people who are uh, deprived tend to have disordered hormones. And so they tend to be hungrier during the day. They tend to be more inflamed in general because when Mm -hmm. we sleep, we actually do a lot of cleanup of our body. You know, we think of it as like a, you know, quiet time or, you know, we're we're asleep, so we don't know what's going on. But actually our body is very active, our immune system in particular. And then going into different sleep cycles is really important for repair of the body. So deep sleep primarily repairs like our physical body and the REM sleep is what, you know, that dream state is really helpful for our brain and recording of memories and learning So if you think about, you know, sort of sleep is actually being like a really active time, um, then, you know, maybe it's easier to, to stick to a sleep schedule. Uh, Yeah, there, there are, I know a lot of people, especially in the music industry that they're like, oh no, I only need four hours of sleep. Mm -hmm. And I'm a, I'm a a person that, you know, I can't sleep until 3am and I wake up at seven. It's just like this hustle mentality that it's Mm -hmm. just, especially in LA where I'm like, dude. It's actually really cool to sleep. It's not just because you you need your body needs to rest, your brain needs mm-hmm. to rest. Yeah. Like at least at least 6 hours. Like there's mm-hmm. no way you're running on 4 hours. That's yeah. crazy and it, it, I feel like when you don't sleep like you said, you know, the cortisol in the tummy starts growing and all that mm-hmm. stuff because mm-hmm. you're not resting. Like literally rest is so important and and I just mean in general. Like once we're working so hard, but you need to have the time where you like balance your life where I, I work but I also have my rest days. On Sunday, I don't do anything. You know what I mean? It's important to do that because yeah. everyone's like, oh, let's, you know, the rat race of life and we got to go and do more and more and more. And it's like, guys, sit down and chill and relax and take a walk or something, you know? I know. I think that's true. The hustle mentality. I think that's going to be the next thing to go in, you know, I think the new trend for 2022 is going to be sort of like the anti-hustle, you know, really mm-hmm. sort of getting back to rest and it's okay to nap and and appreciating restorative things and spending more time with family because we have been so stressed out and so separated from from each other 
Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. I mean, there's nothing for me. It's like it's great to hustle, but it's you got to hustle and then also rest, you know, yeah. and yeah. sleep, yeah. you guys, is important. So, yeah. So, honestly, it's been great speaking to you. Thank you so much and being patient with me. And I had all these questions. I have so many more, <laughs> but, you know, um, I know your time is valuable, but thank you. I really appreciate it, Dr. Moday. And um, where can people find you on social? Um, they can find me. I'm mostly active on Instagram at the immunity MD. So that's the best way to check out what I'm up to. And there are links there to also my website and some of the programs we run through that as well. Awesome. You guys follow her and her book. The book is out. So tell us a little yes. bit about the book. Yes. It's called The Immunotype Breakthrough. And it is a personalized plan to balance your immune system and live optimized health. So it basically it breaks it down to four different kinds of sort of immune personalities and gives you uh, guided information about how to really balance your immune system for better health. I'm definitely going to purchase it. I need it in my life for this new year, <laughs> new me. I know it sounds cliche, but you guys, it's never too late. And before never we go, talking about that, it's never too late. Um, and every day is a good day to start. So I have a quote for everyone. I always end my podcast with a quote. Today is your day to start fresh, to eat right, to train hard, to live healthy, to be proud. That is my quote for the day, you guys. Again, it doesn't have to be a Monday to start. It happens to be a Monday, but it doesn't have to be a Monday. It could be a Friday. It doesn't have to be the first of the month. It doesn't have to be the first of the year. It's never too late to be a better version of yourself, like I always say. So thank you guys so much. Thank you again, doctor. It was so great. Los quiero mucho. And I will see you guys on the next episode of Chiquis and Chill. This is a production of iHeartRadio and My Cultura Podcast Network. Follow us on Instagram at My Cultura Podcasts. And follow me, Chiquis, that's C-H-I-Q-U-I-S. For more podcasts from iHeart, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Tengo diabetes. Yo, asma. Estamos en riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. 19 años o más con afecciones crónicas como asma, diabetes, EPOC o enfermedad cardíaca o tienes 65 años o más, estás en mayor riesgo de contraer la neumonía neumocócica. Pregunta a tu médico o farmacéutico sobre Prevnar 20, una vacuna de Pfizer que puede ayudar a proteger contra la neumonía neumocócica con una sola dosis. Aunque te hayas vacunado previamente con otras vacunas contra la neumonía, Prevnar 20 puede ayudar a proveer protección adicional. Prevnar 20 está aprobada para adultos para ayudar a prevenir infecciones de 20 cepas de la bacteria que causa la neumonía neumocócica. La aprobación continua puede depender de un estudio de apoyo. No uses Prevnar 20 si has tenido una reacción alérgica grave a la vacuna o a sus componentes. Los adultos con sistemas inmunitarios debilitados pueden tener una respuesta reducida a la vacuna. Los efectos secundarios incluyen dolor e hinchazón en el área de la inyección, fatiga, dolor de cabeza, dolor muscular y en las coyunturas. Para obtener la información para la prescripción completa, llama al 1-855-213-2138 o visita Prevnar20 en español.com.
Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you.